That's right. Y'all quit talking shit now. Can you count me in? What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Tom Castro Shooting Academy. In- ah, I fucked that up already. Yes, <laughs> Actually, you know what? Everybody, we're going to start the podcast with the intro. The new intro for the show is right now. Three, two, one. Hey! <laughs> All right, guys. Welcome to the Next Level Podcast. We are here at Nationals 2021. Carry Optics first. PCC second, Nationals, baby. All right, guys, let me introduce everybody. To my right, the actual conscious one on this Woo! one. <laughs> introduce yourself. Matt Kobe. What do you shoot? PCC. What's your handle? Uh, B-Class Trash. I got it right this time, <laughs> baby. <laughs> What's too, that Instagram handle? Not too handle? fucked up yet. <laughs> What's that Instagram handle again? And we just dropped our first oh, video. Already <laughs> found uh, B underscore class <laughs> underscore trash. All right, hold on. Before you, before this fucking Hoosier. Before you pick up your mess, what exactly is your name? Uh, it's John Newhoff. I'm a B class carry optics. I had a match bump at uh, Georgia State. Which Ooh, did. How did you get a match bump? Because uh, I kicked everybody's ass. <laughs> That's not going to be on the microphone, so go ahead. My name is Nestor Cruda. Should ping, ping. Ping, ping. No, just Should ping. PCC. C-Class. Wink, wink. Sandbagger. <laughs> Craig? My name is Craig McElhaney, PCC, C-Class. A-Class. <laughs> <laughs> he shoots like a C-Class. <laughs> Go ahead, buddy. Jason Sadlowski, uh, B-Class, carry optics. Yeah. yeah. And we have a special guest that we that doesn't live in Florida. He is now airbagging, or I mean, air betting it. I guess you'd call it in our Airbnb. Air, airbagging. So our poor, our poor, our poor wrong-handed friend down there, Donovan Stetner, master class in carry out. Stetner. Guys, just so you know, this is the real Stetner, not the Stetner who's ripping people off on Facebook that I warned everybody about. This is the real guy who actually doesn't rip people off, and our. And the guy who can't show up to the team short bus first Doing podcast, laundry. who is this guy? <laughs> Peter Belcastro, Carry Optics, C-Class. Woo! New Robo-Hip. With new hip. Yeah, Ready to rock. Mr. Robo-Hip. And 53 pounds lighter. Yeah, we got to yeah. start that out. Yeah, so we got one guy over here who lost 100 pounds and another guy who lost 53 pounds all within, how, what was your time period? Five months. Five months, you lost 53 pounds. So what was the secret? Uh, Liposuction? Eating, eating a lot and a lot working out hard. A lot of cocaine. What was it? Say it again before this guy speaks. Fucking cocaine. Eating a lot and working out hard. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I cannot Fucking post this stuff online, you moron. I'm, the only pro- I'm never the professional one. This is terrible. Go ahead, sir. What were you saying again? Eating a lot and working out hard. Very nice, very nice. All right. How hard? <laughs> so hard. Really, really. This is gonna be the worst. I'm gonna, I'm gonna beep everything. I swear. To God. Gonna, the whole podcast is gonna be beep. All right, guys. So the reason we're going to actually we're gonna do a two part podcast. Uh, this is gonna be part one. We're doing pre nationals. So we have been here for what a day and a half. Yes. So we drove, for us from Florida, we all drove nine hours. Actually, Nestor arrived today. He had to work the day before. 
So he came in today around 2 o'clock, I think, around 2 or 3 o'clock. And we met up with him, re-walk stages. So I always do my second walkthrough. I always walk stages twice. So whether I, I come a day early or I, I get here two days early, I always walk stages twice. That's one of the techniques that I've used and I've learned. And I've always found things that I didn't find the first time. And a lot of it isn't major changes. Most of it's just minor details that I didn't really put the effort into. I shouldn't say effort, but I didn't see. And I didn't think was important until I walked it a second time. Then I was able to see a little bit more clarification on the stage and go, okay, cool. I can If I take this target or this target first, it'll allow me to back out, all those kind of things. So that's kind of what we wanted to get into in this podcast. Talk a little bit about what the guys think about nationals. We have... What, how many people do we have? Eight guys here? I think it is. Yeah. So we have eight people with eight different views of how to shoot things. So it's just kind of interesting how we all come together and, and kind of figure it all out. And obviously, some have PCC. Some are shooting carry optics. Actually, how many PCC guys? Three guys? We have three PCC guys, and everybody else is uh, carry optics. But um, So, Matt, what do you think of the match, man? I'm actually going to ask every one of you guys because I want to know what you guys' each individual opinion is on it. You know what? I, I don't think I have a fair opinion right now of how I feel. Um, yeah, I don't. Why? What do you mean by that? Let's, let's, I mean, we are talking to uh, the radio, so. Yeah, it, I don't know. Just in a kind of cursory walkthrough of stages, some I feel giantly underwhelmed by, some I think are good. I just, I don't know yet. Okay. Go ahead, John. What do you think? Um, so for me, uh, I don't think the stages are ment mentally complicated, right? Move, like move your mic. Yeah, be right in the mic. You can. It's because because Nestor has little girl voice and he's not <laughs> using his man no, voice. No, but you have to be in the mic. Oh, okay. Uh, so apparently, I have the little girl voice. <laughs> um, so um, I don't. I don't think any of the stages are super mentally complicated. There's no memory stages. There's no nothing that you walk up and you're just like, man, I got to walk this. 30 times to even figure out where to begin. Um, but there are a lot of really difficult technical shots, uh, you know, half swingers, stuff like that, long distance shots. So I think it's going to be uh, an interesting match. Um, not necessarily the same as what we typically shoot. I mean, we don't have the base base for that or even some of the, even Georgia State, totally different match than that. Um, but I think it's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. Ping, what do you got, Ping? Um, Sorry guys, we had, to share, we had to share a mic uh, because of COVID. I can't find the stuff that I need to do a giant podcast like this. I can't record it. I can find the mics, but you can't find the recorder because of this awesome crap. Yeah, for me, um, I would say compared to last nationals, which we shot, um, there's not a lot of memory, like John said, but you have options. We said like, like you can you can shoot the stage differently. You can you know there's approach where one might see differently than the other. So there's choices to make. Like what I noticed last year is more of only straightforward. I stop there, I see targets. I run, I don't know, five feet away and then shot there or duck on the, under the port or whatever and then shot there. Um, this time it's, you can, you can like change plans and you can shoot on the move and there's options for you to, to plan the stage. Um, but another thing, it's kind of not PCC friendly. <laughs> um, we have one stage that I have to shoot, we, PCC has to shoot one-handed while carrying like a 
weighted ammo, ammo yeah weighted ammo can so <laughs> that's a little bit tricky uh, <laughs> but other than that i kind of like that say just compared to last year to be honest craig craig go ahead um <clears throat> i think it's i think it's a great match i mean i think the stages are it's as it's set up to where is whatever level of risk you want to take so uh, if you don't want to be risky, you don't have to be. And if you want to push some things here and there, that you can you can push some things and shoot in the move, but also take a little bit uh, more risk. Um, I think there's a good mix of stages. I think uh, the ammo can stage is interesting for PCC. Um, you know, I think the the match is divided up into uh, deep throated. The match is divided up into like sections. You got A, B, and C. Um, <laughs> Some short courses, some fast, some hosers. Um, I think it's really good. I mean, you have a lot of options. Um, I like it. Hopefully, I'll hope be saying the same thing after this next podcast. <laughs> okay, Jason, go ahead. Me? Are you talking about me? Yeah. Go okay, ahead. good. Oh, well, for me, it's uh, I really have no comparison. This is my first nationals. Uh, I don't do a lot of. Woo! I don't do a lot of. Uh, you know, big state matches, stuff like that, just because of the time crunch right now with Because family. of babies. Yeah, babies. He's about like to that. try to have a third Trying one. for third, yes. Yeah, I think these guys want more kids than I want. We love you, Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the dig. Uh, you know, Nikki's, walking... Nikki's his wife, by the way. Not his husband, his wife. Just... Dude. Well, then we found out today that men can have babies. Yeah. <laughs> We're in Alabama, baby. I'm going to pop that cherry tonight. Oh, you got a pretty mouth. Woo! Nah, I wasn't the time for that. <laughs> <laughs> there, you Come can on. totally tell he's not completely hammered yet. He's working on it, though. A couple more. It'll be Go there. ahead, Jason. Keep going, man. Sorry. Uh, so, like I said, there's nothing really for me to compare it to. So, it's a whole new experience for me. Um, you know, walking stages, there's definitely a lot of different ways you can do things. Uh, you know, watching some other guys do it compared to the way that we kind of plan things out, you know, it really kind of opens your eyes to what's available, different styles of shooting and stuff like that. So for the things that I've done, local matches and uh, some Sunday stuff here and there, it's definitely a big change for me. And uh, I hope I can perform better than John Newhoff. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, John Newhoff, or I'm sorry, Jason and John, uh, if you haven't, you can't, you're not watching. So John, Jason's to my left and John's to my right. We had to separate them so they don't beat the shit out of each other before the match. Uh, no, but they're both B class and they're competing. And actually, it's really funny. And I'll just interrupt before I go to Donovan that John was a C class and screwed up. Uh, by winning a major match in Georgia and got yes. bumped to B bump. and didn't know it and forgot about it. And then, well, let me rephrase that. He knew he was going to bump to B and then he forgot Jason was in there. <laughs> <laughs> and we're all staying together. And that, so I'm like, hey, Jason, John, you want me to tell each other? You guys want me to tell each other the same plan or should I hold some shit out? You're not telling everybody everything. <laughs> should I give you one stage and then give the other guy the other stage or what? <laughs> So, but no, we're all friends, so we're not obviously not doing that. But it's just funny how we got two guys that are trying to compete against each other and uh, in the same house. So it's just an interesting dynamic because we'll see how it goes. Uh, we might have three podcasts and uh, maybe some video of some fist fighting and stuff if they start taking each other out. So we'll see how it goes. But Donovan, go ahead, man. What do you think of the match so far? It's Hold it's, on, hold on. You got to move the mic for sure. Uh, just, yeah, slide the whole thing. That's fine. It's different than what I'm used to. A lot of the localer stuff is more flowy than this nationals is um it's it looks very positionally 
and them seeing you're seeing all the little bitty things, especially at the master and grandmaster level, that you have to do if you want to be competitive. All the little bitty nuances, and especially with 18 stages, my first time doing a match this big, the one of the biggest focuses is trying to keep that mental consistency for the entire three days. So. Yeah, that I, uh, so Donovan just came back from. Well, let me rephrase that. I came back from South Carolina. Donovan was in my class. And I actually talked about this um, in the class, and I asked how many of them were going to nationals, and it was surprising how many weren't. And actually, Donovan went and actually got his slot to go to nationals because a lot of the guys couldn't go or decided they weren't ready for nationals. And of course, I don't know if anybody, if you know me, you know that there's bullshit. There's no, you're never ready. It's like having kids. It's like when you're ready for retirement, you're never ready. So you just have to do it. You have to go. It doesn't. You better never go to nationals on your first nationals and expect to win. You should go in obviously wanting to win and training hard or whatever, but you have to know that your chances of going in and shooting 18 stages phenomenal is pretty much zero at the, you know, when you first start shooting national. So you have to know you're going to have your ups and downs. So I don't know how many guys, I mean, there was at least three or four guys that we talked to that were like, Oh, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And I was like, that's the biggest crock of shit I've ever heard because you're never ready. You got to go and experience it. It's to me, it's, I'll tell you what, I walked into nationals this year and I was just like, let's go. Didn't even walk a stage. And I was like, let's go because it's nationals. It's just, it's the biggest match of the year. It should be considered the biggest match of the year. I think this year is the first year that I felt like nationals was the biggest match of the year. Do you guys agree? Like it felt like USPSA <clears throat> really was like, hey, we're going to throw some really good nationals or it's going to be nationals. Does it feel like that or no? Mm -hmm. The venues, the venues, nice. I mean, the, the stages are great. I think it's, you know. Yeah. All right, Donovan. Anything else, brother? You, what do you think? You you think you're ready for the match? Like I'm, I'm ready. I'm yeah. ready to get going. What do you think's the number one thing that you notice at this match compared to other matches? Uh, in one way. Well, so like you walked, we walked 18 stages. Mm -hmm. What was the number one thing about this match that you think that you would? That you're gonna excel at, and one thing that you're gonna that's gonna struggle that you that you feel like you're not is not 100, percent you know, the, your skill set. Um, a lot recently, I've been practicing a lot of the moving and the entry and exit stuff, but there's a lot of standing and shooting which I don't practice much. Yeah. So that's it's well because you're working to get because you've done nothing but stand and shoot. Now you're trying to add the entry and exit stuff yes. to your game. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's a two part. That's a two parter right there. That kind of sucks because I think that's something that changed for me this year, which I'll get into in a little bit. So all right, Pete, what about you, man? What do you think of the match? Uh, well, like Jason, I have really nothing to compare to. Um, this is also my first nationals. <clears throat> um, thank you, thank you. Uh, I'll see you after Jason. Don Donovan, <laughs> Donovan, is this your first nationals? It is. Oh, oh shit! All right. Yeah. Matt Kobe, is this your first nationals? It is not. Ooh. Boo! <laughs> okay, this is the first Nationals that Matt actually might be trying. I don't know if I go quite that far, but we'll see. <laughs> I would absolutely go that far. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, go ahead, Pete. I'm sorry. Um, the stages look great. Uh, like I said, I have nothing to compare them to. I've shot Area 6s, state matches, but nothing on this scale as right. to where being hurt before i wasn't able to do three days in a row like this so this is really a new adventure for me and i'm really excited for it yeah so i'm, I'm psyched I'm, I'm ready to go i feel like i'm in 
good shape. I'm ready to move, and we'll see what happens. That's awesome. All right, yeah. good. So for me, I really am excited about this match. This is the best I've felt physically in a long time. My back, I felt like finally getting here, even though we drove, what, nine hours? Uh, you know, my back actually feels good. This morning I did not feel so great because – sitting in a 90 degree angle for nine hours with my <laughs> legs and hips and back and is terrible. So I did some stretching this morning and I felt like a million bucks when we got to the range. We walked the stages yesterday. I guess yesterday would be Thursday. We got here Thursday, left Thursday morning at four thirty, five o'clock, something like that in the morning. And we rode up and then walked the stages quickly i would say i don't think we really like spent a whole we did actually we spent quite a bit of time on every stage like we had hours, multiple plans yeah. and then kind of got rid of those plans <clears> and <throat> fixed things and so on and so forth but honestly like john said and, and matt said these stages aren't they're not challenging when it comes to stage planning but what they are is challenging to find the most efficient way that to me is what i really enjoy about this nationals and this was something that other than my crappy performance this is what i enjoyed about low cap nationals low cap nationals was exactly like this if this match is more about picking the correct target skipping the right target and then taking that target so you can enter and exit faster hmm. there is a lot of stopping for sure but there is also a lot of movement that i'm seeing a lot of people are not moving and shooting like they could Right. I saw some pretty good shooters that did not move and shoot. I was actually really surprised. I'm really surprised. So that made me think going for alphas, accuracy. Everything was about accuracy at that point, not speed and accuracy together. It was just about getting to the spot and shooting things. So, and we saw a bunch of different levels, right? Like there was a yeah. lot of different level shooters today. But... And I actually talked to Jake Martins today uh, when I signed in and it was an interesting dynamic because I don't know, and I don't want to misquote him because it was a really great conversation about how the nationals was built. Three different people designed stages and put them on the ground or at least designed them. Yeah. Right. I, I think they, he did say that he laid, they had them on the ground and then I believe each match director or each person who designed them came out and kind of detailed them and put them the way they wanted them. And which is funny as hell because uh, zone C, we all know who built that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because zone one was straight up, nothing too, too crazy, just a straight up stages, but good, really good stages. Zone two was straight up, but really good stages. Zone three, Mr. Shannon Smith put his hands on it. And there was like, what the hell happened over here? But it wasn't crazy. Like he never really no. builds crazy shit, but he no. challenges your shooting skills. Yeah. A lot of technical stuff. And that stage, those stages that he built, honestly, were really good. I really like them. I actually, those were probably as, there's some stuff that I wish we didn't have to do. Like I'm not a big fan of being forced to shoot one-handed. It, uh, let me rephrase that. The one with the ammo can stage 18, you aren't forced to shoot one-handed. You are forced to shoot one-handed if you want to win, right? You, if you want to win. Time-wise. Time yeah, time-wise. I would say the other thing that I that I will say the only real complaint I have about this specific match was there was a lot of strong-hand, weak-hand stuff instead of just mix it in there, right? It was a lot of force. We have yeah. almost, I mean, we, every zone has some strong-hand, weak-hand in it. Yeah. I actually know zone... I guess it's all in zone three. Yeah, zone A. It's all zone three. The required yeah, Zone stuff C, that requires it. So C. it's like C yeah. is the most technical 
for sure. Like, and you get bombarded. If you're not shooting good on zone three, you're screwed <laughs> because they have double swingers, half swingers, 35 yard targets, distance steal. Three, I think there's bobbers. There's all kinds of stuff specifically in that in that zone that was actually pretty difficult. Not, And this is not a complaint. I enjoy that kind of stuff, but just yeah. trying to give you guys an idea of what Nationals is like this year, it's that zone is an ass kicker if you're not paying attention to what you're doing, right? Yeah, I think there's three, at least three stages that require, well, so two stages that require weak hand and two stages that require strong hand. Yeah. One one stage requires both. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know. That was the one where you, sh that the, the, uh, the most popular stage on Instagram is the left-handed reload. Correct. Uh, <laughs> but that stage is uh, actually, you know, what makes that stage really hard is that how many rounds you shoot. It is. Yeah. It's 20, 24. 24. So it's not a, Virginia it's not a small it course. Count, it's yeah. 24 rounds, Virginia count. And you have two boxes, two mandatory reloads. Yep. One of them you have to go and you, it's not a mandatory left-handed reload, but it's a mandatory reload. And then shoot weekend, you shoot weekend, mandatory reload weekend. So however you choose to get that reload done is, is what it is, but that it's still that con, you know, that you still have to, go back to that left hand regardless. So again, I don't mind those challenging stages. It's just that we have a shit ton of it at this nationals. And it was just like, man, it's like, I guess we made up for all the other years that we haven't done a whole lot of weekend strong hands. So, right. So, uh, and I know I actually talked to Shannon today and it was actually, it was pretty cool to watch, you know, talk to him about his stages. And we talked a little bit about stage 18, which is the one where you carry an ammo can. So I was like, all right, man, cool. I'll, I'll just hook it onto my magazine and I'll run. <laughs> Maybe I can see if a magnet will work. And I'm not, I'm not trying to game it, but I'm trying to find the most efficient way. And if you want to call that gaming, then that's whatever you want to call it. But Shannon came through. <laughs> he weighted that son bitch down to where there was no magnet in this yeah. world that you'd have to wear a magnetic <laughs> yeah. vest to hold that damn thing. It was 30, 25, at least 25 pounds, right? And everybody knows if, if you know who Shannon Smith is, that guy kind of works out. So... That thing was heavy. Well, I picked it up for the first time. I was like, holy shit. Like, oh, I guess I'm running with this. And while I'm yeah, we, talk, we talked about before we came here, like, oh, I th maybe I'll just throw it down the thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's not going to be heavy. And I'm like, well, I'm yeah. going to wait my ammo can and try it, you know, just to see. No, that's not going to be heavy. And sure enough, there's no. Well, and it's no also we didn't it. realize that that stage on paper looks you know, like a normal stage, it's 35 yards. So yeah. you're running 35 yards. So throwing that thing at 25 pounds, you're maybe getting 10 feet, yeah, 15 right. feet. You're not, it's not, you could throw it three different times, but it's not, it's not worth it. So, yeah. and I, I will say the one thing I like about that stage that he did is he didn't make anything too far away. Yeah. So he made no, it reasonable, close right? Like yeah. he, he knew carrying that thing was going to be an obstacle. Yeah. He made this targets, I don't know, maybe 10, 12 yards. And that, at, at the there was most, only one yeah. set of but papers. You could shoot them it. from farther away if yeah. you shot sooner. Or what? I mean, there was a yeah. lot of options. Let me phrase that. There's not a lot of options on that stage, but there's a lot of opportunities to shoot sooner or you later. You can address the paper yeah, real close. get closer, yeah. whatever you choose to do. Yeah. Um, and then he actually, the other thing that I thought he did that I, I kind of liked, <clears throat> I, I hope I shoot it well so I can say I still like it at the end, <laughs> but he made a um, stomp pad. And that's what activates the two swingers at the end. But in Shannon's fashion, he put a piece of plot. He put, he built a block, a box over the top of it. And you had to drop the ammo can in like to perfectly. get into the box to yeah. fit the it's ammo can. Perfect. But you so you, that right means you in. can't just chuck the damn thing yeah. at it, at it and hit the box. You have to actually make sure it's aimed and land in there. But the reason he did that, in my opinion, I didn't talk to him about this part, but as a carry optic shooter, you have to find a place to reload. 
So how do you, is it a standing reload? Do you throw the box, then pick the box back up as you're running and reloading? There was a lot of different, again, this is the part that I like about this match is it challenges your thought process on efficiency, not just, am I going to run left? Am I going to run right? Am I going to go to this port? It's, it's target, it's targets. And how do I activate things the most efficient way? Uh, stage one. So John, I'll bring John in for this because John had a different plan than we did on stage one. And we talked about it when we got here and then John looked at it today with us and kind of, you know, changed what he was going to shoot it as. But for us, I never, I shouldn't say never, but I almost never shoot a popper and then leave the swinger. I always try to shoot the swinger so I can control it. So if I shoot the popper, I want to stay there and shoot the swinger. This specific stage, I'm going to shoot the popper and then leave it, leave the swinger and then finish the stage and shoot that thing almost last. Not because it's not because the, the swinger so hard, but because it was more efficient. Like I could get out of a spot and get to another spot and, and I could shoot that swinger in rhythm with the rest of the stage at the end. So it really kind of flowed better. So so John, did, did you see what I was when we were talking about that stage when you walked with you today on the stage? So that's like how I see nationals this year, right? right. Like it's, right, right, yeah, because yeah. because I I still think my plan, my original plan is is a viable plan. Absolutely, that's um, what I said. It wasn't it wasn't a bad plan. It was just not and, the and, most efficient right, in my go, opinion. Yeah, yeah, and and I think that is the challenge because your plan and and our plan that Matt and I came up yeah. with when we walked it, they're both viable plans, 100%. but it's just that small little difference. Yeah. Um, and, and it has, honestly, it has nothing to do with the swinger. I don't yeah, think it's nothing. a fast swinger. No. I think it's just, is the, the flow of the stage after walking it your guys' way. I was like, oh, well, this, and this you does actually had actually the flow. same plan. It was, but just instead backwards. of running back. Yeah, it was, it was backwards. Right, right. Exactly. So it forced you to kind of run back a little bit more than mine. And there was one position that you could kind of cut out like three yards of the run. Right. That's really all it was. It was really like three steps mm -hmm. as you're running, but then as you like walk the stage and you're like, Oh, I don't really need three yards. That doesn't sound like a lot until you start shooting all these stages. And right. then three yards is like a full second added up in all those mm -hmm. choices, right? Making those choices. So it was, it's interesting how, when you start walking these stages and then this is why I asked everybody, cause we have a couple guys who've never, well, shit, we got three guys at the end have never been to a nationals and we got three other guys that have been to nationals and it's, this is a totally different nationals than we're used to. Frostproof is where it's usually held, and Shannon usually deals with 90% of the stages. I think somebody else designs them most of the time, and then he designs a few, but then he builds them. This year, he just kind of built one section, it looks like. And you could tell the difference in the three different builders, right? Yeah, totally different styles yeah, yeah. between the three. And the first zone and the second zone aren't easy. Like, it's not something where you're like, hell yeah, we're getting all alphas here, guys. Right. Like. It's not easy. It was just totally different. It's like having three different matches. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't say that. It's like having two different matches because zone one and two are pretty comparable. Very similar. And yeah. then Shannon, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> like that. So, yeah. and again, his isn't that difficult. It's just interesting. Correct. Right. Yeah. It's, it's just, you have to think you can't just walk up and blast away. Right? No, it's technical. If, uh, it's for sure. Technical. Yeah. Yeah. If they would have published the matchbook before sign up, I would not have signed up on a squad that starts there. Cause it's, <laughs> you know, we're, we're starting on the most technical, Matt and I are starting on the most technical section and it's, you know, it's I, mentally, it's like, you know, if, if you don't do well, you don't really know if you didn't do that well, because the, you know, two thirds of the guys haven't shot it yet. Yeah. 
but they then, still have their chance to get beat up, right? Exactly, yeah. or or crush you, um, and then you have to recover. You know, so that's that's my curious thing is after tomorrow, depending on how I feel, I did is then going into Sunday and letting that go. New, you know, new, new six match. stage match, yeah. and you know, let's go burn it down. How about you, Matt? What do you think, dude? Like I'm, I'm biting my tongue a lot, and I'm trying not to be Debbie Downer. Not but, you, excuse me. But for for me, and this is my opinion, everybody, you know, has their own. I think Zone C, Zone Three, whatever it's called, is the absolute weakest of the match. Why do you say that? It's to me, it's gimmicky. I think the ammo can, in my opinion, is stupid. It's not a true test of shooting. It's not a true test of stage planning. It's let's run down, force everybody to do something extremely awkward that's not ever done anywhere on your normal kind of and your normal local what you see that at an average USPSA match. I think it's gimmicky for kind of the sake of being gimmicky and it it doesn't there's no options on that stage. What's your option? Oh, am I going to drop the can or am I going to carry the can? It's, to me it's weak. Um, PCC especially is difficult because it, you're going to be shooting it one-handed or going to have to drop yeah, it. Right? It's, yeah, it's not even that. It's like I'm I'm a fairly decent-sized guy. I No problem shooting one-handed. Like, I don't care about that. I just I fail to see what's interesting about it. You know, putting partial swingers at 10 to 15 yards, it's it's not interesting. Like, it's, I, it's just not. I, I don't know how to maybe describe it maybe i sound shitty about it i don't know but to me you know distance and making penalizing targets just for making penalizing targets is not interesting well i think the thing with i will say the one thing in, in, that shannon does for sure is he forces you to be an all-around shooter exactly so i think yeah. that's the part where Everything's and I know, tested. and I know that's not what you're not saying. Like, oh man, he's you know he's just screwing us. But no, no, yeah, not, not at all. all. Not but I, but I, at I, the no, end of the day, yeah. that's the definitely 100. percent And I guess I'll go into that now because that's kind of one of the things that I was going to talk about. Shannon is actually because I've shot a lot of nationals and I've failed. I don't want to say miserably at all my nationals, but I haven't been where I want to be. Um, I obviously wasn't good enough to win. But I feel better this year. I've trained really hard. I've changed the way I, tr I shot because of, of those matches. I stopped trying to run and shoot everything on the move. And I started thinking about how is nationals every single year. And it's this is nationals every single year. And now, because I've trained it so much and I've trained nothing but long distance and all of these things, I'm looking at these stages like... Psh, my practice is way harder than well, this shit. And, and that's, what, that's what I was trying to get at, kind of getting at. And with after the fact of, okay, we just came back from Georgia. Georgia was an awesome match. It was options, options, options everywhere, what you wanted to do. I feel like you can kind of nitpick certain things or change certain things around. I don't feel like there's a lot of options. No, well, not... Not as far as stage playing. Well, options. yeah, I think what you're talking about is big options, right? Like you, like you watch somebody shoot it, and it's completely different than what you would ever think. I think the options at, at nationals are more micro options, right? Yeah. Like, like you were saying, yeah, that's this, so, this, so yeah. this nationals, yes. And honestly, I don't know if they did it intentionally, but I feel like that's kind of what just natural. Sometimes, and we we build a lot of matches, right? So I don't build matches. 
these two guys do everything. I just kind of look at them. I don't want to be out there anymore. So these guys Edit. build matches. Edit. No, no, that's going. <laughs> so these guys, these guys build the matches, and I just look. Um, so you look good. When you, <laughs> when you uh, that probably isn't on the mic. Might be on the mic. Who knows? Yeah. He just said I look good. So the big thing though is how many times have we put a match on the ground, and we never really have a design of how the match is going to go, and then all of a sudden. All four of the five stages that we put down, we're all like, shit, yeah, this is technical, man. Like, we got 25-yard steel on every stage, and none of us did it. And none of us communicated. Mm -hmm. We just said, this is the, the stage I'm going to design. This is what happens at these matches, right? Like, And obviously, stage designers change things. Like, if Shannon's building, everybody knows Shannon has a style. It's going to be – I don't want to say it's more technical because Shannon's builds burners before, but he's going to force accuracy. Right. He's going to force decision-making, stuff like that. So then you have guys like Jake, Jake Martin's builds. I really enjoy his stages. Like he has a stage that's very similar to my roundabout stage that I shot twice at uh, production nationals on accident because I suck and I dropped all my mags and ran it <laughs> twice. He built a similar stage and I just, he really does make good stages. And I think Mike Howell was the one who designed zone two and that that's it's a good match. It's just the only thing is is you have some stages where you're not going to get a lot of options. Like a great example, I cannot remember the number of this. I think it's six. It's an L-shaped stage. Right. There's literally one stage plan. If you're yeah, intelligent, you go you're going to start in the back, yeah. shoot the one that's straight ahead, leave the two, <coughs> back and then two. run all the way to the front and hose everything that you see. Yeah. Now again, this. The, some of these stages, you're going to be stuck with what you have because you're doubling the base. Remember, that's another issue that they had at this match is they don't have the base or the space to be able to make full because they have a vendor. One of the vendor uh, vendor areas takes up a big bay, which we should have vendors. Actually, this year's vendor area, I hope I get some video of it and some pictures. It looks awesome. It reminds me of what area. it should be. Right. That's why I, th I just there's a different feeling at this year's nationals uh, than than there was at any like this year's nationals feels like a big event. It just feels like and I and I part of that might be because there's so much heat. There's so many good shooters. People are coming from all over the country to shoot this match this year. Speaking of heat, just everybody, what what classification combined do you guys think is the biggest at this match? Just because I looked it up earlier, I think I GM is at fifty six. They have yeah. fifty six in there, don't they? There's a lot. Any guesses from anybody else? It's probably B class because he's shooting B. That was my guess. I was right. Say you you would think B or C, or C, C A. Class. You know, yeah. it master class has the most yeah. shooters at this match. Top sandbaggers, just so you guys know. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just saying, it's just guys that can't seal the deal. You guys suck. <laughs> but there was a, there was a yeah 110 yeah. I think yeah. uh, master really class shooters wow. and there's what did you say 58? There's 56 or 58 I think. So that's 160 masters and GMs at yeah. this match. That's that's a lot. I'm not sure how many they added though, because they said they had some dropouts uh, at the very end. So I don't know if that changed the dynamics changed Maybe at the end not. of GMs because, uh, like JJ. Well, I think JJ no, JJ's on there. He's just unclassified. He's yeah, he's, oh, a, he's okay. a dirtbag. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah but Sam 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 <laughs> dude, JJ, JJ. 
Stop being a damn. Stop being a paper GM, bro, and get your get your number. Get it up there. Get your letter. Get that G card. I don't think I've ever seen him shoot carry optics nationals. Before. No, I don't think so. Yeah, he hasn't shot a single classifier. So. But speaking of stages, Tom, like I mean, this is nationals. Everything's supposed to be tested. You know, like what we've all walked the stages twice. Most of us have. What do you think is not being tested in this match? I don't think there's anything that isn't tested. Yeah. I think every single thing's tested. I will say there is one thing that I feel like they didn't, there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of moving and shooting. Not but a whole time. There there's really not one stage where you can like just burn the whole thing down. But there's definitely a raise on oh, almost all the stages. Yes. So you and can that's, move. Yeah, that, and that's what I think. I kind of disagree with Matt. I get that we're starting on the section that has the least amount of variety. But even there, there's still so, a yeah, lot yeah, of variety. I way disagree with the variety on that stage. That area, and I'm going to tell you why I'm going to say this. Because today I walked that zone. A few different ways. And I watched everyone walking that stage. There was one stage. I think you start in the front. It was the double swinger stage. So that's that's 17. We yeah. start on that. There is, that there is was an 50 people stage. on yeah. that stage that walking stage. that stage. Yeah. And I was like, what are all these people doing? Like I'm watching some of, of these stage plans. And I'm like, I would never thought of that way. And it wasn't a good way. And not, not that they that they sucked. It was just, they were, everybody was attempting all these things that, that I was like, Oh, Didn't okay. Really make sense. Yeah. I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. Like, I guess you can run it that way. You know and what yeah. I mean? There's a lot of options on those stages. That, that, that I was is, by. that is hands down. I think in just in my opinion, that is by far the, the best other one that I thought had a lot of options. And, and what I mean by options again, in this match that, that re so the stage that had the double swingers had the most movement options, I think in zone yeah. C for yep. sure. Absolutely. The stage that had the most positional start positions or whether I would start right or left or go forward or run across was the six steel. I think it was. A yeah. Third. So right start. The yes. board up front. Had the, the six yeah. steel. And yeah. I think that's yeah. 15. Yeah. yeah. The one yeah. that you're going to probably. Yeah. Shoot that, uh, to me, that was the only debate. Do you shoot the six steel from the back or do you shoot it from the port? But, but there's a lot of targets that you can take in different ways. So, I mean, I know this podcast and it's kind of annoying when people describe stages, but when you go to the left side of the stage, there's many different ways to shoot it, and it sets you up differently yep. as you go through it. Yeah, so if you start on the left, you're going to attack. I will tell you, that specific stage, it, I was going to start on the right-hand side because of the six pieces of steel, have a right reload, a reload from right to left, and then shoot some paper. There was a hard right lean, not a hard right lean, but it forced you to take all the way from your left 180 degrees to shoot an inside no-shoot. There was no way to leave that smoothly or cleanly the way I was going to run it. You would have to stop, shoot it. There was two things that I discovered. You had to turn. So basically, if I'm facing all the way to my right, I had to turn my body all the way around 180 degrees to run backwards. If I, The other option was to shoot the no-shoot facing it, and then I would just run around the wall and go around the wall. That was the other option. The round the wall going out of bounds felt so much better because I didn't have to turn my body. Right. right? It just let me... Pop, it let me leave on the second shot and run around the corner. When I got, what, but if I started in the back left instead of the back right, that's when it changed. It that's when so the change, the but, and you know what's funny? How many times we walked that left to right yesterday? I said, this feels shitty. Yeah. But what I changed wasn't the stage positions. It was the targets. Yeah. I chose to shoot the targets differently so that when I 
shot that position. I shot the two back targets, the hard, the, the no shoot. And, and then, then it allowed me two. to back out on two open targets, yeah. which put me in the steel on a reload within a step. And all of a sudden I was like, this is it. <laughs> like, this is it. There's not, this is the best plan yeah, that yeah. I think I can find right now. And I walked it and walked it and walked it and walked it. And I was like, this is it. This is the most, this is the most efficient plan. I guarantee it for me, at least the way I shoot. And that was it. That, so I'm going to roll with that. And that's what I hope to roll with. So uh, luckily we shoot that last. <laughs> but it's luck of the draw, man. It really is. Cause you don't, the stuff that's on paper, like zone one on paper. <laughs> yeah. Looks totally so different. far away. Yep. Everything looks like it's 50, 60 yard shots. Right. And I've been to this range before and they can absolutely get 40 yard shots in every bay on, on most of the base. But that's why when John said something about if this matchbook was the way it is, I wouldn't, I would not have signed up to where I did, but sometimes you don't have a choice and sometimes you get lucky and sometimes you don't. But I don't know, man. I, I just, I don't feel like Shannon's area, or I shouldn't say Shannon's area, but zone C is that hard. No, it's just, not at all. you're going to have to have your shit together. You can't just Absolutely. sling some rounds at yep, some targets yeah. at 35 yards. That's typical Shannon yeah. shit. And yeah, like Craig said together. earlier, you have the option. You can be risky or you can be safe. On, on almost all of Shannon's stages, there there are options. If you know if you're feeling it that day and you, and you want to go for it, you absolutely can, or if you know if it's your first day of shooting and you want to, you know, shoot cautiously, you can absolutely do that too. Yeah. The other thing is, is there's a, a lot of different start positions, you know, in this. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, it brings you, know. you outside your comfort, you know. Comfort yeah, I mean, one PCC tough for me is a one hard left lean when you're starting off. That one's difficult, but you know, there's a lot of. I'm I'm, I'm liking the match so far. <laughs> See how day one, two, and three go. Jason, what'd you feel, man? How do you feel like, I mean, after walking stages today, would you change, would you change the way you walk stages on day one and, and pay a little bit more attention to detail or cause you, uh, so Jason, this is his first nationals, but he shoots with us. Well, as much as possible, he tries to shoot with us. It's been kind of bad lately. His, uh, he just had a new, well, I shouldn't say how old is she? Year and a half now. Yeah, so a year and a half now. So that he, we kind of lost him for a little while with the new baby. Like, not what new baby now. What kind of idiot but... gets a new baby? Yeah, exactly. hell is wrong with you? So he, but he had a new baby, so he, we kind of lost him a little bit. But this year, he actually was like, I'm going to Nationals no matter what. You know, the baby's old enough. His wife's awesome. You know, kind of gave him a little bit of time to where he could. Of course, what does he pick to do before he goes to nationals? Like, Complete literally? home remodel. <laughs> Good way to you practice that. Grand. Not even living at home right now. Living playing laws. Totally rook. He's a rookie. He's never done this before. No. Hey, it was the right time. Yeah. So he had. Um, so after walking stages, because Jason has walked stages with me a lot on other matches and stuff, but after walking stages on day one. How do you feel about the day two walk? Do you feel like it was a lot different, a lot better, worse? You know, what do you think? Definitely different. You know, yesterday we walked them, and obviously when I, when I look at stage plans on paper for stage briefings, I don't, I don't see a lot of things that you guys see. You know, I, I look at them and like, how do you visualize this on the ground? Like, how can you make a stage plan based off what you see here? I just can't do it. And there's, you know, there's been times where Tom posts something on Facebook. You know, what would your stage plan be? And I'm like drawing on it like a complete idiot. And Tom's like. <laughs> What the hell is that? <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, whatever. I give up. Yeah. But definitely a difference today, walking stages uh, and yesterday. You know, today I felt like I could actually lock in a good plan. There were some things that you changed on good, on stages that I thought was really good. And there's a couple things that I might do just because I know the kind of shooter I am versus the kind of shooter you are. You're a little more risky than I am. 
Um, you know, you're you're okay with taking your round count to the max and uh, not worrying about having to reload, stuff like that. So, but definitely a lot more comfortable after a day, especially just being able to lock in actual planes. So to me, that's one of the most important parts of, of nationals is when you walk stages, you're not just doing it to get a stage plan. You're doing it to get comfortable. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, huge, that's a 100%. huge statement right there. Mentally, it's, it's a lot, I felt a lot better today. You know, we went there twice. So, you know, the morning was good. The afternoon was even better, especially for the last, you know, last set. We didn't do this on purpose. Um, Nestor was coming in later in the day. So we were all going to the range today. I had to meet some people. Donovan was there. I had to meet Donovan and, and catch up with a couple guys and help other people walk stages and stuff uh, that are part of my part of my group. So I walked a few stages with those guys and uh, my insider circle. And, and Donovan walked with us today. So this is actually Donovan's second or third experience walking stages with me. Uh, it's the third because I did it with you. No? Bring the mic closer, bro. It. It's the second because it was Georgia and then today. Okay. So what was there a difference between the way I walk stages in Georgia compared to today or no? So still the same? Feel better? What um, do you think? I can say I can see that you've changed how aggressively you want to move through things based on the style of the match itself. And in Georgia it's how can I keep my feet moving a hundred percent of the time? Here it's where do I need to stop to be able to get the points that are needed to perform at the level of all the other GMs? Better than the other level yes. of GMs. <laughs> I honestly do not care about being the same as them. I want to be better than them. <laughs> but I, I will say that is the number one thing mentally that has changed for me this year. I'm not looking to burn it down. I'm just going to. Does that make sense? Like... Last year, the year before that, I would always push the maximum, no matter what. I don't give a shit if this, the thing was 35 yards. I, I can do this. Watch this. And I didn't need to. I, I believe right. we right? saw that a little bit at Area 6 this year because yeah. it was so fast-paced. Yeah. Tw was it 25 freaking seconds you were the fastest time by? Yeah, I think it was pretty close, yeah. And you just hauled ass through the whole match. But I could. Yes. Right. And I could, but I also had, the problem with Area Six was is I couldn't get the hits because I'd never shot that fast before. I never knew that I could shoot that fast. I had I had found another level right before that match, about a week or two. So I never learned how to actually shoot at that pace, like movement wise. So that was one thing that I kind of went back to basics on this match uh, for my training for nationals. Is I stopped. I kind of found this belief in myself, right? And you, and as a shooter, you always find this belief. And, and this is when you change the way you shoot for the rest of your life. Because when you know you're fast, your training changes. It's no longer, I got to run my ass off or pull the trigger as fast as I can. Now it's, all right, I got to put the A in, put it in the A zone, right? I'm already fast. I'm already run fast. I know I stage plan efficiently. So now it's just like getting all the guys to, or getting myself to, Basically, execute it when it matters, right? To execute it when it matters. I don't yeah. know. I think that's the biggest change. Yeah, I think to add, too, when you say about um, stage plan, about being comfortable, for me, my experience is that's huge if you know the flow of your when, when, what you're shooting, because majority of the time, and it happens probably more than 50% of the time that I shoot, after a one array, there's like, split second, I still think, where do I go next? 
That, that's because he's a C-class shooter. <laughs> yes. By the way, he's the that's biggest why. sandbagging son of a bitch you'll ever meet in your life. So, no, but, oh, wait, 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 wait. wait. Three Hold three on. Two, two, time. Two, two, time. Time. two time. Two time. Two time. National champion. champion. <laughs> Ayo. <laughs> the trophy's bigger than he is. <laughs> no, um, in all seriousness. Oh, by the way, he shoots in the junior division, but he's 48 yeah, years he's, old. He's sitting, he's sitting on two phone books right now. <laughs> I got a request that like a, a stool for some of this court, right? Um, no, seriously, if there are stages that for some reason I know the flow. It's like we call it a dance. Like you know the steps. Like the last shot that you're making your body is already moving to the next target because you already know. You, you had a stage plan, and you, you know your stage plan. So you have to go over and over because if you don't, and you don't walk your stage plan, and you didn't plan it well, those split second that you shot and then think, oh, where am I, where am I running next? Or every now and then you forget one target, which happens to me most of the time in the big matches, <laughs> unfortunately. But yeah, that uh, stage plan is also about being comfortable. Excuse me, comfortable with the stage yeah. you're shooting. <laughs> I, would say, I would say one of the biggest things that when it comes to stage planning was that you remember, you, you have to remember to walk away from that stage and actually close your eyes yeah. while you're walking the stage. Because what happens is you just walk stages and then you go to the next one and then you go to the next one and then you go to the next one and you go to the next one and you don't actually have a system on how it works. So I caught myself a few times where I'd walk a stage and I'm like, cool, I got it. And I'd walk away. You know? What are you guys doing? <laughs> are you putting text messages? Oh, my God. <laughs> Dumbass. It's in the lens at the bottom. <laughs> it's awesome. This is why Matt is so much better when he's not wasted. <laughs> we found his dirty leopard panties. Uh, I'll tell that story. Actually, do we? Yeah. Where are they? We gotta go get just ruined no, it. You gotta it go just get ruined it. I know. You gotta go get them. So oh. we'll, we'll tell the story and then we'll tell tell them no. what we did. You got, God, listen, it doesn't matter. It. You gotta go get them. That's All right. So I'm gonna send them to go get them. So I had uh, the the big thing about walking stages at this year's nationals, and I started doing it a little bit in Georgia. Was after I, I if I get in a rhythm of walking stages and I just go to stage to stage to stage, I'm not locking it in. I'm just kind of getting a plan, right? I'm getting a basic plan, but I'm not locking it in. So I started on some of the stages, especially the bigger ones, I really stepped away on those stages and I, I closed my eyes and I re-ran that stage over and over and over again. And then when I re-ran the stage, it just felt better because I already, I, it wasn't, I wasn't thinking about the stage plan anymore. It was just there, you know? So all of a sudden those stages started And then when I went back the second time, that allowed me to focus on the details because I had a basic idea of the stage. Now I'm ready to, to get the details down, but I don't think I would have had that if I only would have walked it once. Right. I mean, do you feel John, how do you feel about the second walkthrough? Cause you went today. So John tends to, uh, walk the stages a second time. Matt doesn't give a shit. He does. He's that walking. Is on, that is unfair. <laughs> it's not I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. for the second day. So I'll, okay, let me show you what Matt's stage walked through. Yep, got it. Same <laughs> shit as yesterday. 
But then he Can wants we go to... eat, John? Yeah. John, let's, shoot. John, let's, shoot let's get out of here, John. John, let's I don't want to be here all day. I want to go sit in front of the water and drink some beer. Let's get this shit out of here, man. <laughs> yeah. Not one denial there either. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, I basically do the same thing. I'll walk it the first day just to get a general idea of what I think I should do. Um, and then I, I still try to go the second day with an open mind. Like, like last night we talked, you guys talked about what, what you guys saw. We talked about, and I was really curious to see the things that were majorly different. I wanted to go see cause they could be better. They could not. Um, but I wanted to see it. So then, then the second days, like you said, is really just walking through confirming this is what I want to do. And then rewalking a few times just to lock in the, the details. Yeah. So we, we walked the stage um, this this morning. We walked. Matt had a, the same plan that I had, or same thought process I had. I think his plan was just a little bit different. John had a totally different plan than I did. I watched someone else shoot it today, and I was like, I need to actually look at that and see how much different that was than what I And I walked it the other way, and I didn't like it as much. I liked it the way my Matt had thought about it, too. And Matt was like, I would be interested in what Tom did on this. And we talked about it. When we were there today, and he was like, yeah, that's what I thought. Because Matt shoots with me, John shoots with me. A lot of these, almost everybody here shoots with me all the time, other than Donovan. He's in South Carolina. Um, so we got on that stage, and I'm walking that stage, and I'm like, man, I just, the flow on this is good, going to the right, and you get to shoot instantly. But there's some stuff that I feel like isn't 100% efficient. There's some inefficiencies in my first plan. And, I, and the main inefficiency was that I was covering a lot of ground twice. And not shooting. Covering ground twice is fine if you're shooting shooting and gaining new points. But I was covering the same ground and it wasn't close. It was like, I don't know, 30-something feet, you think, at mm -hmm. least. I mean, yeah. it was at least two to three. It was three walls at least. That's eight feet long, right? So that's at least right. 24 feet before you even got around the corner. So, run, guys, I just math. I did math. Holy math shit. Math and public. <laughs> <laughs> In your head, no calculator. So, yeah. So I run around the corner and so instead of running straight, I decided to run left and I watched some other people shoot it and I didn't like the way they ran left. And that was one of the reasons why I didn't really like the stage plan because I didn't look at it. I don't usually like just running. Like if I have an opportunity to shoot something, I'm going to try to shoot first, run second. That's just the way I am. I try to score points all the time. So by running past some stuff, it allowed me to push full speed to get to a position that had to be, everybody had to go there no matter what. The one thing about some of these stages is everybody has to go to certain spots. It's how do you clean up those spots and how do you maybe adjust a certain position that you might not ever have to stop. That other people are stopping no matter what. You can, you're watching people and they're stage planning a stop. Stage planning a stop. Stage. I'm like, I don't stage plan stops. I'm forced to stop is the way I, I look at it, right? Uh, the way I stage plan. So that specific stage, I decided to run left and I'm going to exit and leave on a no shoot. And I noticed a lot of guys, a lot of shooters, even stage planned that they didn't shoot today, stage planned to shoot the no shoot, including some guys that were here in our group. And I was like, man, you're going to push off really hard, take three or four steps and then have to slow down again. Why not just exit on it? Cause you're going to go to it again anyway. So as soon as we changed that and a couple of the guys that walked that stage, all of a sudden they felt that you start to feel the stage flow, right? And then all of a sudden that flow is no longer a stop. And now it's just like, oh, cool. I only have to pause here. And there was quite a few stages in zone one that were like that. Yeah. Well, that same stage you, we talked about, like once you take that no shoot, you could hug the back fault line yep. 
and move all the way around, and it opens everything up. A lot so, easier to shoot it. The other thing I caught myself doing today, and actually I think I talked to you guys about it in Zone C, was I don't want to change who I am as a shooter. I don't want to change the way I shoot. I just need to be smarter about the way I shoot. Because I, there's a lot of stage plans that I have that I dial. I don't want to say I dialed down, but I'm like, is this really worth that risk? Am I, is it worth shooting a 20-yard small popper all out there by itself <clears throat> on a full sprint? Probably not, right? It, well, it's worth it because it feels yeah. awesome, but is it, it going to be a hundred percent efficient or uh, perfect? No, yeah. it's going to be more efficient. I guarantee it. If, if you hit, but yeah, if I hit it, so there's one stage in zone two that I'm like, every time I walked it, every single time I walked it, I was like, I'm shooting this some bitch on the move, and every time I changed it, I felt uncomfortable. I felt shitty. Like, I was like, I'm not going to hit it. Like, I'm not going to hit it the way, the non-moving way, yeah. right? Every single time. Remember that? How many mm -hmm. times I was like, and then a couple of guys came up and was like, I thought you were going to shoot that in the middle or shoot that on the left. I said, dude, I'm just going to be me, right? I mean, obviously, if I'm shooting like shit, I'm going to change my mind a little bit. Yeah. I'm probably going to start posting up a little bit, but I'm still going to shoot the way, what's got me here, right? Or get me, gets, hopefully takes me to the top. You know what I mean? You yeah. can't. You have to be who you got to go for it. If I don't give myself a chance to win nationals, what the hell am I doing here? You know, I mean, what the hell are you doing here if you don't give yourself a chance to win? That's something I will the good always thing about, hold on to. I, I, the good thing yeah. about that particular stage is that it's safer because if you don't get it, you can have it yeah. on your end. Yeah, there there was only the one inside. target. What was that? The left steel. Yeah, that left there's steel. There's a left steel in the middle that if you don't hit it, that. you're you, you got to shoot it. Have to yeah. shoot that. So to me. I got it. So that to me, that was the big thing is that that's the one piece of steel that I'm going to rip that bitch off the, off the run. Like I'm going to shoot it moving in. I'm going to come off of a reload, enter shooting that. And then once I hit that, cause I'm going to hit it. It's <laughs> the way I think about it. When I hit it, that changes the whole flow of that stage. That stage is just going to rip. Like I'll, I'll going to burn it down at that point. What stage are you guys talking about? It's the T stage. The T stage. Yeah. yeah. Someone with the v, yeah. Not, yeah. It's the T where it comes down like this in a V. Like the martini glass looking yeah. one? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, the other thing is, so we <laughs> walked in. It's, it's a martini glass. So you got to know that it, you got to know the alcohol. He had it nailed it in. So. The other no, thing the is, the stage. The other thing that it, that was different was when Matt and John were walking the stage, they were going to all the corners. You remember that? Yeah. And because of one... The martini glass? Yeah. No, I had that one down because we talked about it. No, right? we... We, hadn't, we didn't walk that stage uh, yesterday because there's a, yeah. a squad on there. Oh, okay. Um, so we had just walked up, and I definitely went to all the corners yeah. to see. You know, I was looking at the stage because uh, that's what everyone that was there was Going doing. To, yeah. And he just kind of ignored everything and was just trying to figure out the stage. And by the time you told me what you your plan was, he's like, oh, I got it. I got it. And, I was <laughs> and like, he's like, no, you fucking I was don't. Like, no, you don't. <laughs> Matt, you don't have and then it. he's like, yeah, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So one target changed that entire stage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And here's the yeah. crazy part. And I talked about this. Uh, and actually, uh, Donovan, Donovan was at my South Carolina class. Do you remember when we were going through the class and I was talking about sacrificing uh, sacrificing some things for others, like maybe lose a little bit of time here, but end up burning down the stage faster because of one decision. Yes. So that one no shoot target was the sacrifice. Cause you, if you left that no shoot and sh you'd have to go to the right corner all the way in the front. Yeah. But where the sacrifice comes in and where the gain comes in, I save an entire position. 
But the sacrifice was I had to stand and shoot instead of move and shoot immediately. So if I, you would draw, shoot some stuff to the left, do 180 degrees, shoot some stuff to the right, and then run to the front right corner. But instead, if you shoot the stuff to the left, shoot the no shoot that was to the right, then the stuff to the right, all of a sudden you save an entire position, mm -hmm. but you had to know that you were willing to sacrifice one single target that gained eight to 10 yards of movement, at least an entire position. I, I don't know, dude, I'm not the smartest guy in the world. And I kind of saw that right away. Yeah. I'm like, you don't have to go there at all. It's one target. It's right there in front of you. Right. When you start shoot the steel, what was the steel paper? I forget the exact first three targets. Come over to the partial, shit paper, on the right, paper, go paper, down paper. the center, stand there, shoot those five targets, yep. and then just go. And that's it. Three so targets. In that specific stage, and I'll, I'll try to post up. I'm going to still try to video all the stages. I don't know if I'm going to get to it now that everybody's here and shooting. But that specific target, that actually, or those arrays, we talked about John was, uh, I think it was John that we were, I was walking the stages with. We were all walking the stages. And John was shooting like the the uh, no shoot, and then it was how you flowed through that stage. When we changed that target, now you could actually go left to right the entire way and leave on the last target. Open, open paper. paper. The open, yeah, paper. open paper. But the way we designed it the first time, you couldn't leave. You were basically kind of, or you were gonna have to leave slowly because you were gonna be leaving on a no, no shoot. shoot. Right. And not an easy, it was a, it was a closer no shoot, but trying to leave on the no shoots a little riskier. So you got to take that chance, but now you're leaving on a wide there, open target. Yeah. There's no risk in that plan, yeah, dude. No. Nothing. You're, you're yeah. starting on open paper. You're leaving on open paper. You're coming in left to right. And then over it's, it's, it's simple. So I actually didn't make that plan. I fought, I copied Matt Kobe. I watched Thank him you. do it. I'm lying. He didn't make. That hey, I heard uh, Matt Kobe's <laughs> going to start a, a shooting academy. What's Matt that? Matt Kobe shooting academy. So just so you guys know, he has a system. No, no, no. He's got a system. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Matt Kobe shooting system. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, so right. Matt Kobe has now won. He won. George. What would you win? God damn the ego. Let's hear it, baby. What are we what talking was, about? What did you win? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a middle of the road B class nobody, baby. So I just we also have Albert Einstein sitting at our table right now. I, I, am I forgot a smart about motherfucker. that. <laughs> so he's the Georgia State champ. Yeah. Champion. B class. B <laughs> not even all of B class. Just BCC. Just BCC. Not all of B, right? <laughs> so Matt wins that, and now Matt doesn't need anybody. He's got a system. <laughs> He's the Tampa Bay fertilizer king. <laughs> Matt's it going to piss off the balcony, I think, is where he's going. He is. <laughs> no, we're not opening up the blinds. They wouldn't be able to find it anyway. Close the door, you animal. There's bugs out there. They're going to really go into the lights. And I got big lights going on. And we're All right, back. so I don't know. It's probably not going to come up, but this is why we're, everybody's running around like rats right now because dumbass John over there hits, hey the <laughs> hits the switch that even says on it, written out, plugs. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm only used to outlets. <laughs> so uh, we have now have to, uh, hopefully we recovered all of the 
hour of start audio from the beginning. And video that we yes, <laughs> <laughs> go back to the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> Matt will be happier if we do because he's shit on the everybody. podcast. <laughs> Um, What's it? All right, guys. So we're gonna wrap it up here in just a few minutes. Anybody got anything they want to bring up about the match? About staying at the Airbnb with drunk ass Matt or what? What are we thinking? Anything? Any new topics? Dude, no. I love Alabama, man. <laughs> Whatever. Any you motherfuckers from Alabama? Place is really nice. Yeah. Can we can we go get the the party favor? Well, thing? no, dude. Like I no. figured it's all in. Well, no, we, we hey, can't go there. Can we get but... the thing we that? I got yesterday that you handed me that. Oh shit. Yeah. We got to get yeah. that. All right. So Matt's going to go get it. We got to bring it out. So while we were cleaning the house, yeah. All right. Upper so we are, we are a bunch of guys just hanging out. We got an Airbnb and we're on the water this time. On right? the lake. So I got to tell a few stories. The first story is, John Newhoff is a bitch about spiders. <laughs> John, I'm glad jumps, it's not just me. A true yeah. statement. John jumps yeah. out of airplanes in the army and doesn't give a shit and not scared at all. And there's a little pile of spiders down there by a grill and he's freaking out. All right, let me tell the story. So there's a grill downstairs. We wanted to grill some steaks today. So I turned it on just to burn <laughs> off the crap that was in there. There's spiders all over it. He's a spider right? killer, just so you know. All, all PETA, over it. PETA, come on I, out. I turn it on. There's spiders popping on the inside. You can hear them popping. It starts smoking. And from the rafters above me, all of these spiders, and I didn't know because they're all pissed off at you, man. Right? You're baby killers. killers. And, and baby all killers. these spiders come down, and I look Jesus, next to me, I'm there's really this cheap. massive spider hanging from a web. Look, and I look yeah, up, look and there's like no. 15 spiders hanging not above my head. So I told Matt to get his lazy ass out of the chair and turn the grill off, because I'm not going back in there. <laughs> his lazy ass. <laughs> so today, the, the next fun story today was we go to the range. We eat, or we we're shoot, we walk the stages, and then it's time to go eat. So we're like, where do we want to go? I'm like, let's go to Longhorn Man. We haven't eaten in a while. Mr. Brendan Conaway uh, came down to kind of check out the match and see how it was. And show so, us his hair. And show us his beautiful locks of love. So I told him, I said, man, you guys want to go out to eat? And he's like, yeah. I said, where, where are we going? I said, come on. You know where we go. We're going to go to Longhorn like we always do. So we go to Longhorn. There's a 45-minute wait. Well, before we decide to wait, we put our name in. Mr. Peter Bel Castro decides, man, I'm gonna go over to Chick-fil-A and get an appetizer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now, now let's, get to the, let's get to the real story. So you have to watch this on YouTube to understand while everybody's laughing. So Mr. Matt Kobe is bringing out his attire from his system that he's created. Oh wait, wait, no, no, hold on. <laughs> dude, don't show, dude, don't show that. Give me, give me that. He actually wore them. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible! I'm not editing this. At That's all. only two minutes of wear time. Right. Two minutes. So, you, know, you can't take that back. Like you so, just can't. I, you can't I don't need to. <laughs> I'm okay with my shit. So, Mr. Matt Kobe, oh this is his shooting underwear. This is what he wears in his attire to shoot in. 
Makes his system better. It makes his system it's better. It's part of the system, so people. Oh, the Cheeto. system's working. I can, I can see it. <laughs> I can smell it. The cheetah underwear, just so you know, is the trick to becoming B-class trash. <laughs> because it makes you feel faster, you know? Yeah. So, polka dots It, it makes me feel sexy. So, these beautiful <laughs> pair of underwear, for everybody who... I forgot that I'm actually on the podcast and not just a video. 3XL. <laughs> <laughs> this beautiful pair of cheetah... Granny panty underwear, leopard print underwear with lots of lace around it, was in my bed last night in the Airbnb. (laughs) So I am like, what the hell? Somebody didn't clean this bed. (laughs) And I'm so my dumbass, who doesn't have a black light on his phone, decides to turn the flashlight on and start looking for spots all over the bed. The next thing I did was, are these dirty? disgusting underwear and I looked at the crotch. No, I did not sniff it like Matt Kobe. So I pick it up and I'm like, all right, not knowing if it's really a joke or not because everybody's a bunch of douchebags of each other in this group, which is great. I hang it on the lights that are above me in the morning so everybody could come out and see it. So now these underwear is brand new that I found out, thank God, from Walmart. So everybody who's watching him sniff this, these are brand new out of Walmart. Brand new, never brand worn. New, but <laughs> never washed either. So anybody who tried these on just got a nice Can sniff. Can you try underwear? I just, got, I, just got t- I just got turned on. By <laughs> so so oh Jason, God. oh no, I'm sorry. John, who took these out and cleaned them up? Okay. So Jason, Jason. Yeah. goes downstairs and rubs some dirt in the crotch area. <laughs> So that we can hand them to Nestor when he gets home. <laughs> but we didn't get to that because we got to the podcast first. But so I Nestor actually went downstairs and he's like, is this my bunk? I'm like, yeah, that's it. And he was looking for a pillow. So he starts like peeling back the blanket. I'm like, yes, yes. And I even got my phone out and I was like, <laughs> and then he just stops and goes upstairs. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> problem is Nestor isn't tall enough to get to the bunk, so he probably wouldn't have seen over the top of the railing anyway. I mean, it, it just he probably some Filipino that, Buddhist that was, over the bed or something. That was why he was circling around behind me. Yeah. Like, what is he doing behind me? Oh, dude, it's like a, oh, like a shark in a fish in the water. <laughs> little lady boy action going on in here. But so, so this is the story of the cheetah underwear, but this is the kind of stuff that we do to each other to have a yeah, good time. Yeah, I said they use coffee grounds for it, but I was like, the so dirt if you haven't watched it, hold on, before I get, we get out of here, because we're, we're get, it's getting late and we got to get ready for a match tomorrow. Before we get out of here, if you haven't watched the YouTube video, go to, what's your handle again, big boy, on Instagram? B underscore class underscore trash. You will get to see a <laughs> beautiful... Right again. You will get to see a beautiful video of me dry firing with nationals with these on and shared on Mr. Matt B class trash trophy boy over there. I can't believe you're not called B class Georgia state champ by now. Dude, Why haven't you should changed have been it? a class man? Come on. <laughs> I mean, That's because he doesn't you... know how to change his name on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, so by the I way, I just learned about text. So on yes, he things. just learned text. So we, I asked him, why haven't you tagged me so I could share that video or that picture? And he goes, dude, I just learned how to do text. <laughs> so instead of not you know, text messages, yeah. text on Instagram photos. So like most people, you know, like the normal person who just goes in and starts pushing buttons to figure out things, or this thing called Google that actually gives you the instructions if you need it. Not Matt. He just said, I don't know it. It ain't needed. I ain't in your fancy <laughs> shit. I don't, know it. I don't need it. <laughs> so, all right, guys. You got Anybody got anything else? 
Any no. other stories that I missed? Come on, Pete. What I got? Anything? We got it all? I think so. Uh, yeah, you got Stop talking. Oh, talking. We got to give you got, you got, what is it, Jason? You got Schlugganub. So this is, give me your name, baby. Give it to him. You got Schlugganub. <laughs> so that was the other best story, that about, another great story that we were driving over and Jason got two spam calls. Both of them from... Oh, no. One, one was from the uh, Department of Homeland Security. <laughs> and the other one was from Social Security. So I'm a very, very wanted person. <laughs> so we, he turned into a Russian instantly. So obviously he's practiced this. This must be a fantasy of his. No, his me, me and Corey do it at work a lot. Oh, oh really? Yeah, that's yeah, that's a thing for some reason. <laughs> Corey, so, Corey is actually better than I am at it. I'll have to, we'll have to get him on. So, But th- he starts speaking in a Russian accent. And the guy on the phone... How long did we keep the first guy? It it was, the first guy was like 30 seconds. The yeah. second guy was the guy that kind of went along with it. He and then funny. he, he kind of retaliated. Well, the second guy, we, I, I was yelling in the background, Get, stop touching that pig, clean us in the no-no spot, and all this other stuff. And Jason's yelling at me. And finally, the guy caught on. And uh, he, look, he says to Jason, he goes, hold on. Let me look at your file. Dumb ass stupid son of a bitch motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) so the best part about the whole thing is Jason looks at me and he goes we're all laughing Jason laughs at him on the phone and I'm like Jason that was so rude that you wasted his time Jason's like I'm so sorry I wasted your time while you wasted my time on your spam call. (laughs) From India. From India, right. Well, I don't know. He could be an American. Department of Homeland Security. (laughs) So it's just stuff like that. Like, you know, this is the kind of shit we do. It's a great time. So, all right. We had a great intro. We're going to have a good outro. Peace out, party people. Here we go. Three, two, one. All right, guys. See you on the range.